and welcome to this week's podcast. Why are we getting on, guys? You're very welcome to the Youthscape podcast. Hello, Not so bad. To be here. Uh, we're keeping it okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ah, brilliant, lads. So, guys, tonight we're just talking about YouTube. All the, right. The good, the good and the bad. So, what, what do you guys think's good and bad about you? We'll start with the good, anyway. What's the positive things about YouTube? Keeps us distracted from real world situations. I, well, that's arguably something you put in the negative, David, too. <laughs> no, but well, like if you're struggling in the real world, then really, you can't, because you, when you're watching these videos, you don't really think about anything else, you know, in a way. I think you can also argue that, like, um, for example, like back in the day, I'd say kids at like maybe like 16 or 17 years, years old wouldn't be as smart as they are nowadays, I'd say, because of the introduction of the internet. So like everyone kind of has access to all that information rather than like years ago, you guys probably had to physically go to the library and go snap, uh, get some uh, books to read and all that stuff if you wanted information rather than now it's just out there. Back then. Yeah, YouTube's definitely made things like that a lot easier, like even learning things. You want to learn a language or you want to learn how to tile or something like that, or you want to know how to fix something and have someone visually show you how it's done. Exactly. Yeah, that's where I come. Well, for me personally, that that would be the, the biggest positive for, for me is just I wouldn't say people smarter, David, because people are have their own levels of intelligence, but definitely better informed. Yeah, yeah, no, that's probably uh, the. Uh, right much, but to you know, actually, for people of certain learning styles too, like you see there, you talk, David, about how people back when I was being younger would have had to go and grab a book like to get information. Yeah. And you know that's that's not always an attractive option for young it's, people. Yeah, it's not. But even the research would show the certain types of learner that that wouldn't be the, the most favorable thing for them to do. And that's I think yeah. YouTube's mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic that way. Like you know you can type in basically anything you want information on and get that visual type of learning from it. And are teachers utilizing that nowadays? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd say so. They're always playing videos in the class, so. Would they be recommending you guys to watch stuff or anything? Or in certain classes, yeah. For example, like in yeah, German, in, in German, not everything can be taught by one teacher. You know, you kind of have to broaden your uh, the call. You have to kind of dive into the culture to be able to maybe potentially fluently speak that language. You know. Yeah. Well, well, for me as a big as a big history man, like I loved history at school, and I really I really like following history now. Like and just it's so easy you know any, anything at all you know you just type in and there it's there a good documentary or even if it's a five ten minute clip that some random yeah. guys done up it's, it's absolutely brilliant so it isn't the <laughs> knowledge of certain things of in terms of history i've learned so much more since youtube came out uh, yeah. it, it's the types of learners people are as well there's like they're teaching us now that there's like visual learners, people that learn well when they're reading, people that learn well when they're actually out there doing the thing, you know? Exactly. And whereas back in the day when you were younger, everything was books, right? So it was all books. So it was kind of forcing you to do one thing, forcing you to learn one way. So okay. nowadays people can actually learn properly, I'd say. That excluded anyway. a lot of people, David, so it does. What? It excluded a lot of people from the, getting on the bed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, made a lot of people like what you, you find that there are people smarter but a lot of people who are very intelligent people um feel that they weren't intelligent just because they weren't didn't fit into that style of academics um i have a friend there for example i always use him as a good he's a great example with us but um mm. he would have had struggle just with literacy and numeracy you know he wouldn't be very good 
with numbers. He wouldn't be. He's just. He has dyslexia as well. Yeah. Uh, and he was basically <laughs> told school. You know, school. This isn't for you. you know, you're not academic. You're a slow learner as such. Um, yeah. The same guy. Um, recently, the warehouse bar in Letterkenny was doing a weekly table quiz. He he went up fifteen weeks. Um, and 13 out of the 15 weeks, he won the table quiz on his own, playing against teams of four and five. Oh, Jesus. Um, all of his knowledge is really movies, documentaries, YouTube, that kind of thing, man. But he's like yeah. an encyclopedia. I've seen, I've seen the guy beat, uh, beat the chasers down there on his own, no problem. Like, um, <laughs> you can put him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and he'd it, it, it won a lot of money as well, so they would. Like, um, but yeah, no, for me, for me, that's the, the real main main benefit of YouTube, just that access to information. Good information. What about misinformation on YouTube though, guys? Yeah, well, there's a lot of useless stuff on there and all that stuff, you know, and you can dive into the wrong areas of YouTube and just like get stuck in that kind of tornado of keep uh, the loop, you know, all that stuff. Like cat videos. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) Well, just on that, Karen, I spent 15 minutes the last day watching a guy who... He's like a a genuine Tiger King. Like, did anybody here see Tiger King? <laughs> no. On Netflix. Well, this guy's kind of Tiger King. We'll get a bit off topic now. This is Netflix, but Tiger King was about what I would call kind of crazy people with obsessions about keeping big cats as pets, basically, and exploiting the situation and exploiting the animals to make money. Um. But this guy was on a phone. He was like a genuine type Tiger King. He had a big, massive plot of land. And he's just built enclosures and stuff to rescue animals, which would be would, would perish. I think he doesn't make any money out of it. But spent about 20 minutes watching him playing with his pet Jaguar and Tiger the last day. So that's kind of thing, the kind of things you can get sucked into on YouTube. What about you guys? What kind of things would you find yourself? Useless stuff that you get sucked into on YouTube. Probably like reaction videos to so people reacting to like you know situations and all that stuff, and it's really useless because you're just watching watching someone else react to the situation. And if you think of it from their perspective, they're making money so easily. They're just taking the hard work people, hard work videos people made, and just you know watching them, you know. But I find myself liking those actually. I can't lie. What about In certain situations, guys? anyway. Well, what about those guys that have got rich from being a YouTuber? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Like, in what context? Well, just I'm thinking, guys, like, I'm a boxing fan, so the name Jake Paul springs to mind recently. He's been all oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Uh, well, no, you can't lie, though. His, he's, like, as, as much as he is, it's, like, common to hate him, right? But you have to admit he's, like, you know, he's making a lot of money right now, regardless if you hate him or not, you know? Uh, and so. is, is it a positive these guys are able to... Definitely, I thought. ...on YouTube? It is, yeah. I know, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. It's opened up an avenue for people to be successful. And I think it's opened up an avenue for people with genuine media skills or journalist, journalistic type skills. Um, mm-hmm. But we might not have heard of or might not have had a break for one reason or another. Or, or genuine research skills as well when we're talking about kind of informative stuff on YouTube. Um, I think it's given an avenue for a lot of people to do well that way, which is a very, very good thing. Even people who aren't, um, who would say have work outside of YouTube, typically they'd have to go through some kind of a middleman to get their work out there. Yeah. And for them, it's it's a nice way of you know 
they get what they earn completely when they're up on YouTube. That's, that's an excellent yeah. that's an excellent way. Um to some people have figured this out big day. Like um my wee girl there I remember she was sitting watching the um like kids and their mammies playing with toys. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like mammocking, you know, hello, hello, da, 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 da. You look in the corner, it's like 26 million views. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Is that the Mario ones? Like the ones where they're like the, the Mario puppets and all that stuff? No. There, there's hundreds of them have copped onto this thing. So they're like, oh, right, uh, right, right. I don't know. I remember, uh, what did you call the ones she used to watch? Um, Emma and Wendy. And that was just a family all playing games in the house, basically. And eventually they turned it into wee storylines and stuff, stuff like that. Oh, all right. Um, if you ever put it onto YouTube, like, um, I'll, I'll put it on here for the crack just to see the, the type of views are getting Emma and Wendy toy play and it's just basically the two the kids playing with yeah. their toys like um, and their family joining in with them so Emma and Wendy pretend play what kind of views have we on here 8 months ago 45 million 5 Jesus. hours ago 5 hours ago 288,000 Two years ago, 202 million views on YouTube. And that's Wendy and Emma pretend playing on their pretend kitchen. So they're pretend cooking plastic food and serving it to their auntie mm. and uncle. Um, and that's 202 million views. So I don't know the maths behind that, guys. What kind of what kind of money would that be worth? We just know. Well, I know. Oh. I know 30, yeah. 30, 30 million views. I know that should be around 300,000 euro or not euro, sorry, dollars. Cause I remember seeing a video, but that's like, that's very like a, uh, random really, because other people get paid in terms of like how well, like if YouTube considers it, like if there's curses in the video, they'll get paid less. Yeah. It's all to, it's, it's all to promote like family friendly stuff. Yeah. So if that's really like fully family friendly and they're like getting full ad revenue from it, and they're running like uh, maximum ads on the video, then they should be making a lot of money. Well, just it's totally, totally family friendly. I know I saw it as David, like these ones, and I'm just right. scrolling on down through like 175 million, 13 million, 71 million, 21 million, nine. Well, even though like, people who swear and everything, like if you look at say game YouTubers, they'd be making, you know, maybe a couple, a million or two million per, per video. Mm-hmm. And they're on millions um you know but they don't actually get that many you know as many views to say or well they yeah get, like, a lot of views they don't yeah the they they don't a lot of these people you'll find out their money doesn't come from ad revenue because ad revenue doesn't give that much mm-hmm. you get 10 cent per view i think or something like that yeah it's sent per yeah um, it's, yeah, yeah like a lot of these ones special. like their main money comes from uh merchandise yeah, and Patreon and yeah. donations, things like that. Were you going to talk on that, Robert? Yeah, the children's video actually make even less money because they are not targeted like with ads. As like, for example, YouTube Kids doesn't allow ads on the video. Oh actually. yeah, yeah, true. So they true. even make less money. Like the mm-hmm. CPM is even lower than the normal videos. But if we're talking here, guys, like three videos there, 9.1 million, 690 million, 202 million, 75 million, 77 million. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're doing all right out of that now. Oh, definitely, definitely, mm. yeah. 
but even when he was uh, like um who was it that said kieran was saying something about gaming like gaming is like one of the biggest like uh uh genres of uh youtube right now and like uh they get money from like the uh the people they're sponsored by like i i always watch these people like uh on youtube right and they always say like oh they're getting paid you know sponsorships not yeah not that Play much from YouTube, Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah they all get paid from uh sponsorships rather than youtube because youtube really doesn't really pay them that much but youtube they can use as a platform to like you know uh sales. yeah exactly or sell themselves i suppose yeah yeah uh, and what kind of personalities would just guys be on or familiar with through youtube guys that just burst out kind of through youtube the game in there for example is there anyone stands well, out the there? biggest one would be pewdiepie who gets yeah more views than actual people i think <laughs> yeah no pewdiepie is a good one um just random uh, my recommend is always full just random unnecessary videos you know like really random ones like a, a dog will just run up uh, over a stick or something like you know really really random ones that would just be interesting that have like eight million views and like were posted in 2016 or like a dog doing a backflip, you know those kind of videos, like yeah. really random ones. Like I recommend. No, no. Well, for me, I, I've come across just there's a few very interesting people now I've come across through YouTube. Like mine, we were watching a Jordan Peterson video the last day, David. Yeah. Um, I think he has a lot of useful stuff for young. Yeah, he does. Medical yeah. views and stuff aside, um, that's secondary. If you're looking at terms of self-help and um, self-improvement, I think he's a pretty good guy. Um. The Joe Rogan podcast, you talk about podcasts generally, we're on a podcast mm, here. Yeah. YouTube's helped mm. the whole podcast world explode. Um, Joe Rogan, <laughs> followed him for a long, long time on YouTube. Um, trying to think of other ones. Sam Harris is another guy. Um, he's actually a neuroscientist. Like, you know, these type of really intelligent dudes who would have been sitting, who were sitting next year in a college and stuff like that there, who nobody knew about. It's given them a platform, really, to get out there and for us to get to know them. It's great. How do you become a lecturer in college? Do you have to actually do a course to become a lecturer or can do you just have to gra- graduate from the course that you're lecturing in? Uh, no, you'd need, normally you'd need a PhD to do it. All oh, right, right. So you don't actually need like a year's course in like teaching or anything like that, no? Not as far as I'm aware, no, I am. No, I think so. Right. I think you just need to do your master's and then you just and you know at that the point the like universities you... would require a phd mm-hmm. though karen so they would they might the it some of them it depends of course too a lot of them like you know if people have i mean to be honest it's probably there. just take whoever they, they can get at this stage <laughs> but don't worry there's there's plenty of people looking to get under them so there is no so like do, yeah. do the i do the it's do they have like do the lectures there do they all have like a phd set a lot of them like the ones you know of uh, a lot of them now there was there was two in my two of my lectures, David, but I done law like so. Um, they would have been all former lecturers or former solicitors or barristers with their masters. They went back. All right. So that's about certain things like you know when you have that level of work experience and stuff like you. Uh, it's called um, industrial experience. So yeah. experience in the industry. So you right. can't just go in like with the teaching qualification or something like that. You need to have significant experience. industrial experience of that oh, world right. that you're lecturing in so if you've got that then but i mean masters these days like you know there's a lot of practical work involved in that too depending on the subject so yeah. you know you could go in with masters to start lecturing they needed somebody 
no health and social care or something like that. Mm, like okay. your your partner could lecture in the tech and dairy, you know, they, they get a lot of the health and social care lecturers are nurses. Mm-hmm. You know, so with that kind of experience. All right. That, that's fair enough. I know to suggest. Okay. <laughs> Jason will be writing this down then to start suggesting <laughs> like I'll go on and get a wee lecturing job. Um, there's a big thing on YouTube now with people telling stories like <laughs> you know every time I don't know I watch this girl called Billy Sarian who tells like murder mystery stories I think she's very good like but she's yeah, yeah. Like, mm. she released a video two weeks ago and it's 3.5 million views already you know so there's a lot of people just telling stories it's mad that's those um, things on YouTube. If you go on and you have an interest in something, you can go on and just, you know, do it, and then you'll find you might not get millions, but you'll find there is a an audience Market. for yeah. yeah. You know, even if it's just like thirty thousand people in the world, there's a lot of market target audience. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, what would be some of the bad points of it? Do you think, guys? And we talked about it earlier, just getting sucked into it. I've done that badly. I remember a day when mm. my partner and the kids were away down to visit their folks down the country and at the house myself. And I thought to myself, like, I'll be lazy and I'll just spend a Sunday lying on the couch watching YouTube and watching TV and just flicking them stuff on YouTube. Literally the whole day. You know, I did get very lazy this day. But uh, I think it's bad when you get too invested in it, you know, when you start watching so much to the point where you're waking up the next day going, what the, what happened, you know? So it's just, like when you wait, it's bad when you wake up the next day and the first thing you look at is your phone, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that that's that's when you know when you have to, you know, ease up a little bit and go out for a walk. Yeah, because my head now that day, you know, I could feel, you know, vision and standing up. But just, I just didn't feel quite right after, you know, my head could feel a bit fried just from watching, yeah. watching too much. And, um. Again, I think a lot of that's just flicking between things and that short burst of information without getting too invested in it as you would maybe, you know, a TV show or whatever that's going to be a half an hour, an hour long. It's about like going through, like scrolling through Facebook, you know, you don't, you're not even doing anything. You just, you see a bit of pop up, you watch it and then you just continue on. It's about the same. Yeah. <coughs> um, I remember actually the first time getting introduced to YouTube in 2005. Um in college and I thought this was great because I could put on uh, I was up in Korean at the time studying um, and I used to put on Rocky training montages before I'd start studying at the computer so I would they'd get me all psyched up but um, it wasn't long before like mm-hmm. I was looking up just so or just watching some of the strange not even strange stuff like I remember watching the Shanty Harlan International Rules <laughs> on YouTube around that time like you know uh, for anybody unaware, niche something. stuff. Hey, you're going into the niche stuff. Yeah, for anybody unaware of Shanty, Shanty's like a, a Scottish <laughs> game very close to Ireland, and they play an international rules game every so often in Scotland v Ireland. So, I did I'm pretty sure that. YouTube was a dating dating website before it was a a, a video website. You know, was it? Yeah, I, I did hear that somewhere. I think so. No, I'm I think pretty sure. I, I, I need to see it. Uh, yes, it's it was supposed to be like a yeah, meet like the website like for meeting people and like chatting, but like they changed the style then. Like, when did that happen, or did uh, just that take off as a dating website? Then? Yeah, it was. It was in two thousand five. It was meant to be a dating website. It failed 
A year later, the platform was receiving 25 million views and seeing 20,000 uploads every day. So it was a dating, I think it was meant for it to be a dating website, but then they seen that the videos were getting like a lot of views, people with the random ones, they were people who were posting, so they just completely switched the narrative. Yeah, well, dating websites weren't quite as fashionable back then as they were now. Hmm. They weren't nice with that. You learn something new every day, guys. Hmm. YouTube brings us more information than directly. <laughs> but I mean, I think it does more good than bad, honestly. It's like for people to wind down at the end of the day, they can even like searching up what you want to watch and all that. The, like the, the idea that you could just search up what, what you, what you want to watch instead of just going on TV like you used to do in the old days and just kind of be force fed uh, what you want to watch, you know? Totally. Now you can kind of just even go on. Not totally. So just when you say that, um, I remember like um, my sister telling me about <laughs> Professor. Are you guys familiar with Professor Brian Cox? I heard of him, yeah. I think I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, you know him about like he's because is he an astronomist or he knows he knows a lot about space. Anyway, he's an genius and he's oh oh is he the he's like an astrophysicist. That's so on. Is he the guy who was on Joe Rogan, the 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 African American guy? No, he's an English. Oh oh oh. Grass Tyson. That's yeah 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 that guy. Yeah. No, Brian Cox was on Joe Rogan too, so he was. All right. He's an English guy. Used to be in a band years ago. Um, he's, he's class and his shows are class so they are as well like, and I'm a big space geek too but um, my sister was telling me about him and just instead of like he had a show on a Sunday at say 9pm whatever his show was on instead of having to wait then and plan or have to be in the house at that time to get the same which would have been the case 20 years ago it was just on YouTube Professor Brian Cox and that's just that's just one example so it is too um, I, th- yeah. I, think, I think the main one's not YouTube it's um I guess so, because other people can just use it like in a way where it's like uh, they can just, you know, kind of abuse it a little bit and keep watching videos that they are interested in. But, you know, it leads to their downfall in a way because they're not studying or doing stuff at work, you know. Mm-hmm. Or staying up too late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That too. Going down a rabbit hole. 